Welcome to EQ2 LFG, the unofficial EverQuest 2 podcast where we take a look at the world of Norath from the player's perspective. News and updates, strats and secrets, bugs and bonuses. It's all right here, right now. Welcome back everybody for the fourth episode of EQ2 LFG. Today I'm joined by Marina. Hello. And we have a special guest, Kinza. Hey there. Kinza, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what you play and where you play? All right, well, my main is Kinza. I play a conjurer on Majdal. I've been playing Conj about three years, but I've played the game about ten years, and I'm not sure what else to add. She's just like a kick-ass conjurer, though, just so you know. Yeah, she really is amazing, and she knows a lot about the game. She comes from a long line of EQ2 players, actually. All right, in today's episode, we are going to talk about some key quests some expert zones. So we'll start off with those expert zones. Marina, you have the deets on that? Yeah, because people have gone through the content, the devs have kind of beefed up some of the zones out there. They, they've called them expert heroic zones. And with the expert heroic zones, they've added a little bit of more oomph to the gear that you get out of those expert heroic zones. They are not for people that don't have any gear. They are pretty tough. And you have to have a group of people that know how to work well together to get through these zones. They've got 12 expert heroic zones and two expert mode raid zones. The 12 expert mode heroic zones will be the Arcana Spire Vessel of the Sorceress, Arcana Spire Forgotten Sanctum, Arcana Spire Repository of Secret, Kaesora, Tomb of the Venerated and Zalgazian Stronghold, the Ruins of Cabalus, the Crypt of Dalnir and all the Wizard Den Ritual Chamber and Baron's Workshop, and then over in Taurus, they've got the Shrouded Temple, Reaver's Remnants, and the Spectral Market. So pretty much all the heroic zones have now been made into ex- expert heroic zone mode as well. The raid zones that can be an expert zone are the Arcana Spire or Order of Chaos and the Crypt of Down near the Clay Stronghold. To access those zones, you need to speak to Prisea the expert dungeon portal summoner that's over in the crusader cave with all the Ixar and to begin the expert instance. So that's, that's it, the cave, the cave in Obelisk Frontier, right? In Obelisk Frontier, the one that you first zone into when you first get access to the content, that cave. Okay. So I am under the impression that these heroic zones that are upgraded expert also have an upgraded loot table. Right. They have said that the stuff that comes out of there and from what we've seen linked coming out of there, it is indeed beefed up a little bit. The the resolve is beefed up a couple of points. All the stats are beefed up a little bit. So it's pretty nice coming out of there. Okay. And Kinza, do you have any experience in the expert zones? I've done a few of the expert zones. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of them, but they're more content to do. Have you noticed a change in the loot table? I mean, it's pretty much the same loot. They just have a different name and they have better stats. Like the resolve is bumped up a bit. The resolve on the gear you can get from these zones are equal to the resolve that comes from the beginner raid zones, beginner raid encounters. Okay, so for people who don't necessarily have a raid force that they go out with, they could get that equal gear from doing these expert zones, basically. I would say so, yeah. I think they're trying to make it so more people can be involved that particularly don't want to raid, but they want some nicer gear. They can go into these expert heroic zones and get some really nice gear and just kind of bragging right. Alright, the next thing that we were going to talk about was the key quest, and there's what, six of them, I think? I haven't done all six of them, I have avoided the one on the ship. 
I, I haven't gone through on the key quest for the ship yet, but I have gone through it a few times on my girls, you know, doing the access part of the, the quest that requires you go through the ship and do the ship. I actually like the ship quest. I really want to try and time myself through it on a key quest. I just haven't had the opportunity yet, but I actually like the ship. And I'll tell you, if I can do it, me, who has a real problem with heights and being blown off of high places or bounced across high places and stuff, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Trust me. Um, <laughs> yeah, our last episode, we, we went over your fear of heights. <laughs> so, so it's called the Frillic Tide, and you have five minutes to get through the entire... Yeah, when we had beta, it was the opening scene that you would have to do to get access into Obelisk Frontier. It was part of that that access into Obelisk Frontier. You had to complete the Frillic Tide. And they changed that once they did the launch, but they have kept the Frillic Tide instance. You get five minutes to do it, to complete it. And there is a walkthrough or a guide of such on YouTube, and we'll put that in the show notes as well, so that if you wanted to see how someone was able to get through it in five minutes or less, I think he actually did it in four minutes. You can look that up and watch him do that. I haven't tried yet. I'm not really interested in trying, although an easy, I think it's eight uh, eight keys that you get out of there yes. for five minutes of work isn't too bad. The eight keys that you get from the Frillic Tide, doing that is far, far and away better than trying to complete the catalog quest from the book that you have to click on and get through the entire Obulus Frontier and then kill mobs at the end, I think, and for only five keys, I think is a far better deal. Yeah, I haven't actually done that one either. Those are the two that I've been avoiding because I always see that catalog sort of flying. It's like a flying tome, and I see it wandering around, and it wanders all around Obelisk Frontier, and I, I never try to catch up with it because I'm usually doing a different key quest or I'm on a, some sort of mission doing something else. But I'll see it, and I'll be like, oh, I should probably try that. But I've talked to other people who've done it, and it is kind of a pain. But if you really want your keys and you want to do all six, what you do is you got to catch up to them, and then it gives you the key quest, and it's timed, and you have to go kill a certain number of mobs spread out all throughout Obelisk. And there's walkthroughs on Wiki as well. Yeah, I like the nice Salona Garden quest. It, it, it's pretty straightforward. It is timed. Again, it is a timed quest, as all the key quests are. But that one's pretty straightforward. You go out. You click on the dead plant. You go out. You find water. You click on crystals to hear the, purify the water because the water's been tainted by some nasty little Ixar sitting down there poisoning it. And uh, then you get back up there after you've purified the water and then water the dying plants with the purified water. Pretty straightforward. It's not a hard one to do. I don't know about you guys, but when I'm doing that timed quest, I believe you have to click on the crystals a hundred times. That's quite a lot of clicking. Yeah, it's a hundred clicks. They, they did fix it so you're not sitting there watching that crystal collection spam go from here until eternity. I you think don't it's more that. than a hundred though because you have to click the little crystal and then you have to click the actual dust as well. So right. It's like 200 clicks, really. 200 clicks. I just go mad. I just use my F key. Click, 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 click. <laughs> You know, nice. so I just put my cursor over and then hit my use key and just and it goes pretty fast. I don't mind that so much. It's like I said, it's pretty straightforward. The hundred clicks for the, the dust after you've clicked the crystals themselves, not too bad. And then you just get your five keys and it's done. Yeah, it's mindless, really. I, I can talk to my parents on the phone while I'm doing it or, you know, <laughs> pretty yeah. much just do anything. You don't have to think much about that one. Once you get down, get the routine down as to what you have to do and where you have to go, it's pretty fast. You can do it underneath the 10 minutes. I think it's 10 minutes that they ask you to do. You can get it done in like seven minutes even. I think all the key quests started out with 20 minutes. 
Did they? I see. The Cly one is the one that frustrated me because the mobs, even in beta, you know, I fed, I put feedback on that to have them please slow down the mobs that were carrying the, the little goblins because they were just moving so fast that if you didn't have like super duper DPS for those Cly mobs, that as they're carrying the little goblins over to Dalnir's crypt, you couldn't kill them in time and they would disappear down into the crypt. So they finally slowed them down, but there still just wasn't enough time, it seemed like, early on. Now that the gear's beefed up and everything, you're in better gear, it's better. But for the longest time, it seemed like no matter how fast you worked, how fast you moved, you couldn't get the Cly dead, rescue the, mo- the the goblins, take them over and come back, take them over to Twerk and then come back and pick up the next one back and forth. There's a lot of going back and forth, back and forth, and then at the end, kill the Cly leader. It didn't seem like there was enough time. Now it seems like it's better, especially with the better gear that you that most people are wearing. Well, they adjusted it as well. It used to be that you had to kill 10 mobs. Now you only have to kill five. Five, yeah. Made it a little bit easier for people that aren't as well geared out or have the DPS, like my defiler. Whack, whack, whack. <laughs> well, it's the flying time, honestly, that was taking the most amount of time, in my opinion. And so not having to fly those extra five over saves you a few minutes, which is helpful. Yeah, I agree. But that's the extent of the key quest that I like to run. I like to run the, the nice Salona Garden one, and I like to run the Cly one. The obvious Frontier cataloging quest is just very mm-hmm. aggravating. So my favorite key quest is actually the Dead Nice Salona Elf one that you get in the water next to the big green rock. I forgot what the name of the area is. But you click on the de- Dead Nysalona Elf, and it's uh, the Vengeance quest. It's called Vengeance is Mine. It's a slain Nysalona Elf. You click on him next to the Leuclonite chunk, and you have to go kill a bunch of Ixars. <laughs> then you have to kill a whole bunch of Takdai. And then you go up, and you have to kill this Sky Strider captain, which is one quick kill. And then you have to go chase down these Sky Striders. And you get a fly all around and click on them while you're in flight. Now, what I have found that is really helpful, and I've told some people about this, and they were mind-blown, super excited about it, was IF10 until I have nothing on my screen, so then I can mouse around or move, you know, WASD sort of movements and click and it makes it a lot easier because you don't have any windows or anything any bars or anything in your way and it's a lot easier to maneuver around and I've gotten really good at it and so I think it's really fun for me personally to be able to fly around and knock these guys out of the air this is my seagull quest I hated that seagull quest oh yeah (laughs) out there in tranquil sea this this one is getting those soka car the the sky striders that's what I was thinking of the Soka car. Getting those Sky Striders as they're flying away just drives me nuts. I, I finally gave up on that one because I could never get them all. But now I'll try the F10 thing because that's a pretty gifty idea. I'll try that. Yeah, it works really well. And I've had other people who were just, they, that was their most unfavorite part of the quest. And yes. they started doing it using the F10 and they were like, oh, well, this is not too bad now. And yeah, then I'll you- have to that. And then you go to Slaver's Point and kill a whole bunch of XR slavers, and, and then you're done automatically. So I like it because it's it seems it's really quick. You kill a bunch of stuff, you fly around. It's my favorite one. Cool, I'll have to try that because I didn't even think about opening up my screen like that and getting rid of all the boxes and windows and crap that you always have cluttering your screen. So I'll have to try that because, like I said, that was my seagull quest. <laughs> I got to that point and was like, no. Yes. Kinza, we know that you're not a fan of these key quests, but which one, if you had to choose, which one would be your favorite? I would also have to say that Dead Elf one that you click on, that would be my favorite. Seems pretty easy and straightforward. The one that we haven't gone over yet is the little whisker snapper, and that one's kind of a pain in the butt, because you do have to run around all of Obelisk. 
you have to go talk to this giant, then you have to go kill a bunch of stone leers, then you have to go back and talk to the giant, and then you gotta talk to this little uh, Bernai. The Bernai. Yeah, the belly wumpers in Fens. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the little belly wumper guy. You gotta go find the little belly wumper guy. And then he sends you out to get some berries. And then you bring him the berries back and he's missing because he's a little kid and he took off and he went to go find this magma slug. And then you got to find the magma slug for him. Otherwise, he's not going home. And the whole point of the quest is to bring this kid home. So, so the trick on this one, though, is if you don't get that magma slug and get back to him, it'll burn you up and to a crisp and you die. Yeah, that's why I don't do that one. And it's a timed quest. And this particular timed quest is not timed like a full 20 minutes. It's intervals. So it'll give you four or five minutes here. And then once you get an update, then it gives you another four or five minutes. It starts over the timer. Yeah, I, I started that quest and got frustrated with it and said, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I did a lot of questing. I got some pretty good gear. There's For those people who haven't gone out and done the key quests yet, the whole point of getting these quests is to get the encrusted metal key. And when you open those encrusted metal keys, you can get either a polished tenonium key, incarnadine key, or the fancy shadow quartz key. And they each open their respective chest. So you've got the tenonium, incarnadine, and shadow quartz chest. And there's different loot that comes out of them. The tenonium chest gives you basically just some trash loot. If you don't have anything from the Obelisk Frontier or the Kunark Ascending expansion itself, it's good starter gear. Otherwise, it's good for crushing down for salvaging for your your shards for the infusers exactly uh the next one is the incarnadine chest that one has a chance of giving you some pretty decent mythical gear now the mythical gear is also relic so you're only allowed to have two pieces put on you at one time um i've never seen the shadow quartz key i have seen lots and lots and lots of tinonium chest keys i've seen two of the incarnadine keys um, one gave me a really nice infuser. The other one I got really lucky on, and I got the relic shoulders. I was like, holy crap, I've never gotten anything like this off of these chests before, and I got a relic shoulders. I was pretty chuffed about that one. Yeah, they do. The incarnadine will give you a, the possible mythical drop for the relic. It's only armor. It's not jewelry. There's no jewelry that's that uh, high-tiered in there. So the Shadow Quartz chest gives pretty good fabled armor. I've seen some really nice fabled armor come out of there. I've gotten a couple of Shadow Quartz keys myself. Once you open those encrusted metal keys, they're no longer tradable. But before you open them, they are tradable. So you can sell them on the broker if you want. That's how a lot of people make plat. They are pretty expensive compared to previous expansions. But it's inflation. And every time we get an expansion, it seems that everything goes up in price. Wow, has it gone up? Oh, the other thing that comes out of the Incarnadine treasure chest is infusers. You have a pretty good chance of getting infusers for most of those drops. That about wraps it up for our key quest discussion. Join us next time. We're going to go over a tier one raid script and we're also going to have Kinza back for a little Mage 2.0 epic discussion. If you like our podcast, please subscribe. You can also check out our website at www.eq2lfg.com. You can follow us on Facebook. Just search for EQ2LFG. And you can follow us on Twitter at EQ2LFG. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you next time.